everyone and welcome back to Talking Truth. Today we are going to be talking about the fruit of the spirits, like what they are and what the Bible describes them as. If you're familiar with the fruits of the spirit, then you've probably memorized it at some point in your life or you've heard like a VBS song that's based on it. But the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And these are all good morals and good character traits that produce good fruit. That's the kind of idea of the fruits of the Spirit. But the verse in the Bible where this comes from is in Galatians, and it's Galatians 5, verse 22 through 23. And this is what it says. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And if you keep reading verses 24, 25, and 26, it says, Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. If we live by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit as well. Let's not become boastful, challenging one another, and envying one another. So those verses are just as important as the verses about the fruit of the Spirit. And we'll look at those more at the very end of this episode. But first, we're going to look at each of the fruits of the Spirit and what, how the Bible describes them. Like, what does the Bible mean by these? The first fruit of the Spirit talked about is love. And you can find a lot of descriptions of love in 1 Corinthians 13, which is usually called like the love chapter or the excellence of love, something like that. But 1 Corinthians 13, verses, starting in verse 4, it says, Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. It does not act disgracefully. It does not seek its own benefit. It is not provoked, does not keep an account of a wrong suffered. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It keeps every confidence. It believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So in those verses, it was 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. There's so many descriptions of what love is. And if we are attain the fruits of the Spirit and love is one of them, then we should all try to be these things as well. We should try to be patient, kind, not jealous, not envious of others, not bragging, not boastful, not arrogant, don't act disgracefully, don't seek our own benefit, and so on. Next, we'll look at joy, which is the second fruit of the Spirit. Joy is mentioned over and over in the Old Testament and the New Testament alike. It's a lot in Psalms, and it's just everywhere. Joy is a big part. It's a key word in the Bible. And one verse that I thought that we could look at is Isaiah 61, verse 10, which says, I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness, as a groom puts on a turban, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. So we are to have joy because we are Christians. We're to have joy because we are God's children, because he has given us righteousness and he has given us salvation. The third fruit of the Spirit that we'll look at is peace. Jesus wants us to have peace. In John 16, verse 33, he says, These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage, because I have overcome the world. 
There's a lot of context behind this verse, so if you're interested in that, I would definitely recommend reading this chapter, or I could do an episode about it, maybe. But in this verse, he's talking to them about some trials that they are going to go through and some scary things, dangerous things that are going to happen. And he tells them that, I'm telling you these so that I can give you peace in a world that's full of trials and tribulation. You can have courage and you can have peace because Jesus has overcome the world. And that's why he wants us to have peace because he wants us to know that he has the world in his hands and he has overcome everything. The fourth one is patience. And in Colossians 3 verse 12, it says, So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Our world today is very instant. Like you can get things instantly, you can do things instantly, and it's hard to learn patience and it's hard to learn how to be patient with all those things. But because it's in the fruit of the spirit and because it's in other places in the Bible too, we're called to learn how to be patient. The fifth one is kindness. Proverbs 3 verse 3 says, Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. Proverbs 14 verse 22 says, Will they who devise evil not go astray? But kindness and truth will be to those who devise good. There's a lot of verses in Proverbs about kindness. And two more are Proverbs 19 verse 22 where it says, what is desirable in a person is his kindness, and it's better to be a poor person than a liar. And Proverbs 31 verse 26 says, she opens her mouth in wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So Proverbs has a lot of verses about kindness and they all, or at least most of them that I read, about half of them said something to not losing your kindness, to not give up on kindness and truth and to not let that leave you because it's important. The sixth fruit of the Spirit is goodness. Psalms 31 verse 19 says, How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have performed for those who take refuge in you, before the sons of mankind. Psalms 33 verse 5 says, He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. And Psalm 65 verse 4 says, Blessed is the one you choose and allow to approach you. He will dwell in your courtyards. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. So God's goodness is all over the Bible, and he calls us to have the same goodness and to show it to others like he's done for us. The seventh fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. In Genesis 32, 9 verse 10, this is Jacob talking to God. And it says, Then Jacob said, God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your relatives and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the favor and of all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff, I crossed this Jordan and now I have become two companies. God was faithful with what he promised to Jacob and Jacob had said that all I had when I crossed the Jordan was my staff. That was all I had. And now I have two companies. I have all this stuff that I have because you have been faithful to what you said you would do for me. The next one is gentleness. And Philippians 4 verse 5 says, Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. And back to Colossians 3 verse 12, where we used earlier when we were talking about patience. 
It says, So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So three of the fruits of the Spirit are talked about in that verse. Kindness, gentleness, and patience. But we are called by the fruits of the Spirit to be gentle towards others and to have gentleness. And the last fruit of the Spirit is self-control. This is one, self-control is mentioned a lot when it comes to qualifications for overseers or for elders. They're told that they have to be self-controlled. And Proverbs 25 verse 28 says, Like a city that is broken into and without walls, so is a person who has no self-control over his spirit. So self-control is a very important thing. And those are the fruits of the Spirit. And now we'll go back to the whole verse and read it again so we can see the context of the last three verses of Galatians 5. So Galatians 5, 22 through 26. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Verse 24. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit as well. Let's not become boastful, challenging one another, or envying one another. So verse 24 said that those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions. Meaning that when you become a Christian, when you belong to Christ, you put away the worldly things and you put away your own desires and you live for Christ. And that's including these things. Being loving, being joyful, having peace and patience. Those are things that God desires for us to have. And he wants us to put away our own passions and desires. And in verse 25, he says, Because if we're going to live in the Spirit, if you're going to be a Christian, if you're going to live by the Spirit, then you need to follow the Spirit as well and do these things. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Talking Truth. And make sure to come back Thursday as we'll continue our Buried Treasure series.